passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Your career is so remarkable, but I think what's a little even more remarkable is, is, uh, and I want to cover this before I let you go, Mm -hmm. uh, your childhood growing up. Mm-hmm. You, grew up, you grew up in Cuba yes. before before Castro. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, share with the Boone Podcast, Louis mm-hmm. Tiat's life growing up in Cuba. I got a chance to play uh, uh, Louis when I was in when I was in college. I was on the U.S. national team, and we got to go to Cuba uh, to play the Cuban national team. By the way, we got spanked; they whooped us. But this mm-hmm. is back in 1989, and, and that was that was when Fidel was in in control and not too many Americans get to go there at all. But tell me so, a, just a little bit about your childhood. And it's remarkable because then the revolution happens. You can't go mm-hmm. back to your, to, to your home mm-hmm. and you don't get to see your parents for 14 years. And, and you have this big, big league career. Just take me through your childhood and what it was like growing up in Cuba in those days. Well, before I was good, you know, and then when, when the revolution coming, everything changed. You know, you can you can do too much. You know, and, uh, it was completely different when you grow up. After that, and then you know, I, I signed in my contract, fifty nine. I was sixteen years old, going seventeen, and then my father had to sign him. I said, "Well, I go to Mexico." Um, and play in Mexico three years, you know, and, uh, and then Cleveland buy my contract in 81. And 
in 61, they buy my contract and then bring me to United States. But, uh, you know, you know, you know, one's easy task because they don't, they don't want you to get out. I had to thank you like a month and a half after the season start because uh, they don't let, they cancel all the flight. Nobody can get out. And uh, it, it was a hard, it was a hard thing because uh, you, you change it from one light to another. And the, and the other light, you, you take it, and now a new one, it's not the good one you were before, you see? Uh, and nothing you can do about it. It, it was hard for us. That's why all the Cubans start get out of the country in any way they can, in the, in the boat, in, in the tire, whatever. A lot of people die in the Gulf of Mexico because of that. A lot of one, a lot of Cubans. And that's a change that happened. And for me, you know, I am the only child. I don't have no brother, no sister. You know, then when I left, I come back in city. In 59, I come back and I go play Nicaragua, winter ball. Then in 62, I do the same thing, go to Nicaragua. Then I come back to Cuba. And then in 61, 61, you know, I, I go. I come back to the United States, but like I said, it take me like a month and a half after the season. I start, I'm missing a spin train, I'm missing everything. Yeah, they don't let me get out. Yeah. Uh, I cancel all the flight. And uh, it, it, it was tough, it was tough for us. But uh, when you're young and, and you want to do something in life or be somebody or have the opportunity to be a, a professional player and everything, and then they shut the door like that, you know. Uh, you don't know what to thinking about. Then I come out, and look at finding my wife. The best thing that happened to me. I married in Mexico. We we sixty two years now. We sixty three years. We're gonna go marry. Wow. And that's the best thing that happened to me. You know? Then, you know, the first time when I come back, I was forty six years. First time I come back to my country. And then what I see, I don't like. I mean, I go over there and I go in the bus, because that's when they're doing the, 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 the movie about me. And then, you know, I was crying. As soon as I get out of the airport and then go on the bus and looking, we go to Pinata Rio, where Tony Oliver from, and play with them. Yeah, I mean, I watch anything, I cry. I watch crying, cry. I can't believe it. That happened in my country. Can't believe it, you know. And I think it, it was like that for every Cuban. And you see, they still get out. They still want to get out. And, uh, and I know it, it was easy life for us, you know. I mean, uh, it was tough. Especially the, the candy life when I was a kid, I lived. You know, I don't was rich or anything, but I never was hungry. My mom and dad take care of me. And you know, my father used to play for the Negro League <clears throat> for 25 years when the yeah. New York Cuban. You know, and I was, I was fine, you know. My mother take care of me, you know. I mean, uh, I eat every day. Uh, I, have a, I have a decent life, you know, compared with some of my friends. You know, and, uh, but uh, everything changed after that. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. You're 16 years old and all of a sudden you're kind of on your own. You know, it's it's tough enough for us, you know, to 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 sign when you're 20 years old. But you're you're not only deal you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, that's a culture shock. You're dealing with yeah, a language barrier. You yeah, sign with yeah. the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. How tough was that when you're 16 years old and all of a sudden this is your job and you get fired from jobs if you don't do your job. Yeah, I know. But I know. but to get through that and become a big leaguer and and have the kind of career you had, mm-hmm. talk about the challenges for you as a young man no, at no, six, man. at 16 in the minor leagues. You had to, man, you had to go through a lot of things in those years, you know, they still have a, the, the races and all this stuff, you know. And it was easy tough for us, you know. But the, the, I think, you know what, I think the, the best thing that had me more than anything was I don't speak English. <laughs> that, was, that was the best thing? I think, because I don't understand to after what. <laughs> after what after what I understand what people tell you. People right. you. But in the beginning, I don't no care. say. No huh? say. No say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't I just laughing sometimes. Yeah. People mean they're getting on you, boy. God damn. Then, then they you play say we we can stay together in the same hotel. You know, we we have to go to uh, to the black session to to stay uh, and the work player stay in the in the hotel nice. We can do that. I mean that, that is the restaurant they have to bring in the food to to the bus because we can they stop in the room and we can go and eat there. They don't let you get in there. You have a lot of lot of problems. Then the manager they they call in the manager the nigger lower. <laughs> wow, wow. I hear, I hear you to get me he go in the tank, and then we go out there. We go behind him and gonna try to kick him, but man, he was man, oh man, well he was good. Pike Cogan, the name, he was the manager. Then they throw rock on the bus, breaking the windows. Oh, oh man, he was he was terrible. No, it was. I mean, I, I tell you what, see, what you say, I did it. It really was hard in that in that age, you know. I was like a nineteen year at that time. It's tough because I, I never see that before. I mean, you know, my father told me, and I know from my father all the things he going through. You know, I, I don't think he don't wanted me to play baseball. I, 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 I want me to go to school, and you know, and you know, I, I, you know you're young, you want to play the game. And I don't think, you know, if he played what he didn't want me to play. It doesn't matter what his problem, you know. <laughs> you can't and tell then, us. That's yeah, what you want to do. Yeah, and then when I come in here, and they say, oh, Jesus Christ, I know why. I know why he don't want me to play baseball. <laughs> it, was, 
He was trouble, I tell you. He was sad. He was sad. He, I don't know. Some people, they, they are the criminal, criminal, you know, I'm crazy. I, I know I never get that part. You know, yeah. make, you, make, you, make you feel bad. You can do this, you can do that. Uh, it was terrible, it was terrible for us. But uh, like I said, in the beginning, I don't speak English, but I don't, re I know, I don't understand too much sometimes what they say. And then I start learning. Mm -mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, 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 it was terrible, 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 terrible. Well, I'll tell you what, Louis. But, but, but you know what is like everything. I come here to play baseball. I don't come here to fight. I don't come here to to discriminate anybody or what well, because I never was crazy in my life. My mom and dad never uh, told me anything about racism. My father, I know what he go through, but uh, my, my friends, all my friends, Cuban, white, black, we know we get along right. We don't have no problem with that, you know. And uh, then when you come in here, you see all the stuff, Jesus Christ. And then on top of that, you have to go and do your job because if you don't do your job, you go home. And the problem is they can't come back home. <laughs> right. So you're in a triple quandary. Like, I better make it. I better be a big leaguer because I can't go back home. There, where am I, I going to go? I'm telling you. I tell, and that's, a, you know, it's not because by the end of the season, you know, Christmas coming close. Only, we got about five Spanish players. Right. Two Cubans, two Dominicans. No, three Cuban and two Dominican. And you know, every, all, all these guys, they're happy, you know, they're happy. They're gonna go home for Christmas, you know, get some drinking, eat, eat pork, eat that, you know. Uh, and I sit down listening and, uh, and I can come into my country. Uh, you know, I start crying, cause I can't come back. No, I know, I know have no country. The, and the only country I have was Mexico. I married in that time. I, I come back to Mexico to my wife uh, and my baby. And uh, but it was tough. It was tough for all around. It was tough, you know. But uh, I got to say, nothing is in life, you know. And I know one thing: I earn it. Whatever I did, I earn it. And nobody give it to me. I, I had to earn it. Because they, they, they were tough. They were tough times, you know. And, well, I'll tell you what, well, Louis, that, yeah, yeah it, no, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine uh, mm. going through what you did, but you did. You prevailed. And as we say, mm. there there is no backup plan. It's, I got to do this or there's nothing for me. Where am I going to go? Tell me. But it was awesome. What a, what a great career. What a great uh I don't know. Story. Uh, awesome. 1997, you go into the Boston Red Sox Hall of Fame. That had to be an unbelievable day. And uh, I just want to say thanks for coming on. It was great uh, checking in with you. It was a long time no see. Hopefully, I run into no, you somewhere. Down. You too. Me too. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Hopefully, you know, and I told you, Dad said to, to send his best. Um, and, uh, man, this was, this was yeah, a lot thanks. of fun. Very cool. And uh, for those of you out there listening to the Boom Podcast, 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 